The fall season has officially arrived at jessebrowns.com, and that includes the newest shipments of outdoor goodies. Tents and bags from Marmot and the North Face, good-looking clothing from Patagonia and Duckhead and Mountain Khakis, and the best supportive, fitted hiking boots around. Jesse Browns invites you to check it all out at the Brick and Mortar in Charlotte or save using all caps 4U15 at jessebrowns.com. Hey, it's no surprise that NASCAR and outdoor lovers truly do mix. In fact, many of the members of the Hall of Fame were also and are also noted outdoorsmen. Whether it be a love of hunting, fishing, or just being in nature, folks like Dale Earnhardt, Junior Johnson, and Richard Petty have all known to be outside guys. And so has our next guest. Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors. I'm Bill Barcy, sitting right alongside Mr. Wes Lawson. So, Bill Barty, you forgot one. Ward Uh-oh. Burton. I used to live in Virginia and would see Ward Burton all the time in South Boston and Farmville, Virginia. Always good to see folks like that. But, you know, we don't have to worry about a race on October 5th. It's a Wednesday, Bill. <laughs> and it's there's, coming up. There's something else going on October 5th that we're going to talk about over the edge. But before we do that, we need to bring on Winston Kelly. He's the executive director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame and an outdoorsman from way back. Before we talk about rappelling, the opposite of climbing, let's find out about some of his fall outdoor adventures. One of them, I know, is getting on a bike, a motorcycle, and taking a ride in the fall of the Carolinas. Winston, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. Uh, I'm delighted to be on and uh, just honored to speak with you and appreciate your partnership with Over the Edge. And uh, while I'm not a hunter or fisherman like some of the guys that you mentioned, uh, including Richard Childers, uh, uh, Dale Earnhardt and all those folks, and Ward Burton is definitely up there at the top of the list, uh, I do like to get on the motorcycle. Uh, any chance I get, and uh, actually this afternoon uh, my wife and I are going to be riding the Blue Ridge Parkway or anywhere in and around the Blowing Rock, North Carolina area. So uh, always love getting out on the bike. So, Winston, is that would that be your top place, the Blue Ridge Parkway, getting up there in that Blowing Rock area, if you had to rank for our listeners out there, especially as we get into this part of our Carolina outdoors, is that your number one go-to it's my number one go-to if I'm going to stay in North Carolina. I love Blowing Rock, love the Blue Ridge Parkway. Also, if I'm going to stay a little bit closer, if you go out toward western York County, down by the Peach Stand, and you go into Chester County, that's an area I like riding, used to live in Rock Hill. But if I go on longer rides, which I've been on, uh, I believe, six of Kyle Petty's or seven of Kyle Petty charity ride. Uh, been to have ridden a motorcycle from here to Sturgis and went to one of the Sturgis rides. Uh, so anywhere out in wide open spaces, you know, you mentioned Richard Petty. Uh, I won't bore you with a very long story of riding with Richard, Jim France, and one of the guys that works with Richard out in Nevada. Uh, we've gone to Wyoming uh, and so many other places. So I love cross-country riding when I've had that opportunity. Well, fantastic. You heard it here on the Carolina Outdoors. Winston Kelly is with us. i got to jump in and ask you this, too, because for the first time in 27 years, NASCAR is going to return to North Wilkesboro next May, May 21st in 2023. Speaking of Richard Petty, Junior Johnson, um, that was his home track. Uh, 
What's that mean, that return to the roots for NASCAR showing back up at North Wilkesboro? And how do you predict that fans are going to react to that? Well, I think it's a part of the evolution that we've seen in the last several years of NASCAR constantly looking at different markets, changing the schedule, going to places that we haven't gone, whether it's the Cup Series to Road America, uh, while we had been there with the Xfinity Series, going to Coda in Texas, going back to Nashville, if you will. That's another one of those back-to-the-future type things, going to Chicago for the road course there, going out to the L.A. Coliseum in a very new venue. And I think North Wilkesboro is one of those that accentuates the roots are important. And people that say NASCAR left its roots really don't understand NASCAR. We had 14 races in a five-hour drive range a number of years back. And to expand and grow the sport, you had to evolve it and go into different locations. And while I spent a lot of time uh, at North Wilkesboro and as the PA announcer for the last 14 years that they were open, it was one of those natural evolutions. So I think going back there uh, just accentuates NASCAR is going to go different places uh, for different races like the All-Star Race. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, and I think the fan reaction, I think the biggest challenge is going to be in managing the ingress and egress because there's only a couple of roads that go in there. Uh, and I think there's going to be a huge demand for tickets and a huge demand for participation uh, and a huge excitement both uh, at track and listening on the radio and watching on television. So I'm excited to see it and uh, hope I can find my way up there uh, if there's room for me because there's going to be a lot of demand. There's a lot of demand also for the NASCAR Hall of Fame. And for our listeners who have never been there, it's right on the edge of the heart of Uptown Charlotte. That is an incredible facility right there downstairs from your office. Talk to us about what kind of attractions the average guest can see at the Hall of Fame. Well, one of the things we tried to design into the NASCAR Hall of Fame and, the, and our guest feedback tell us is, tells us that we have been successful in that right and you've got something here for everybody. The diehard race fan that has been around the, the, the sport 50, 60 years, and they want to relive what they have seen or look at their heroes or artifacts and, and that diehard avid fan or somebody that's never been around the sport, and they want to learn about it and, and find out what that, the sport is. Highly interactive, but also plenty of what I'd call museum-esque type things from cars and trophies, uh, uniforms, historical elements, uh, a full-size moonshine still that Junior Johnson built us, but very interactive, a uh, simulator that's the same software that the drivers who are up and coming and even today's drivers use to go to these new tracks. iRacing, which helped design the Chicago race course or helped design uh, the race that we went to and when the track was built in the L.A. Coliseum, pit crew challenge, uh, and just so many interactors as well. as so much to see, 40,000 square feet of just exhibit space over three and a half levels here at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. And as you said, just right off of uh, I-277, easy access in, easy access out. Yeah, and I think what's so neat, too, is when you walk in, you have the the different slopes of the racetracks for people to see. You can walk up those angles to really get an idea of what those inclines are like. But, of course, you've got to walk past all those classic period cars at Hudson Hornet. You get to grab the steering wheel of some of those to see just how things have evolved. But what's so great about that, too, is you have that great big 
Plaza out front, which is where we're going to be Wednesday, October 5th for the Charlotte Over the Edge event, which is for the NASCAR Hall of Fame Foundation, which I don't know if a lot of people know much about. What's the purpose of the foundation, and how is Over the Edge going to move the needle? Well, the NASCAR Hall of Fame Foundation is to help economically disadvantaged schools and challenged schools to give an experience to children who may not have the opportunity, not just to visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame. It's not about a field trip. It's about an immersive experience that focuses on all aspects of STEM education, and you can take that from STEM to STEAM to STREAM, meaning science, technology, engineering, and math. The NASCAR Hall of Fame is a STEM laboratory in and of itself. You can add reading that we add that element. You can add arts, we add that element. And even physical fitness is a part of one of the things that we tie in. And our education department does a phenomenal job of exposing children in a fun way to learning experiences. And many of these students who are in schools that are in that uh, Title One or free and reduced lunch that don't have the finances to do trips like this, we either subsidize or underwrite. Just last year, and it was a slower year last year because of coming out of COVID, we had 9,000 students visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame. We had as many as 17,000, 18,000 prior to COVID. Of those 9,000 students, more than 15% were supported by the NASCAR Hall of Fame Foundation. So they're going to get exposure to things that they might not get exposed to either in their classroom or through whatever their family structure is. So it's all about giving back to the community and help those students achieve their full potential and learn what that potential might be. And the Over the Edge event is our signature annual event that we raise money to put in the NASCAR Hall of Fame Foundation, and after we pay the expenses of that 100%, meaning of over the edge, 100% of that goes into the foundation that, that we then provide scholarships to various schools throughout the Charlotte region. Hey, we've got Winston Kelly, Executive Director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame here on the Carolina Outdoors with Wes Lawson. I'm Bill Barty. We're talking about over the edge. It's October 5th for the NASCAR Hall of Fame uh, foundation and Wes, so we're talking about raising money for education in our community, and we're going to participate. Wes Lawson, Bill Barty, the Carolina Outdoors is joining forces over at Jesse Brown's, and we're going to go over the edge to raise some money for the foundation. That's right. We are part of the group of of charity donors, really, who have helped contribute ninety one percent of the funds raised so far. The goal is one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Right now, $113,360 have been donated through charlotteoverthedge.org. Now, if you want to hear us or see us go over the edge, we're going to film a little bit if we can. We're going to try and do some interviews with each other as we go down 100 feet down that embassy suites. If you want to see that happen, you've got to donate so this can happen it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be there anyway down in the plaza giving some fly casting demonstrations, talking about fly fishing, talking about getting people out on the water. So we're there, win, lose, or draw. But if you want to see the look on our face, you got to give. you got to play the game because Winston Kelly is the number three fundraiser right now. Winston, you show off. How many participants are going to go over the edge, and can we still sign up to participate in that fundraising and participating as a thrill-seeker, adventurer, over-the-edge repeller. 
Absolutely. Right now we've got 48 repellers, and what I failed to mention is what over the edge is, is you're repelling down the side of a building. Now, when this concept was first brought to me, I'm not a big fan of heights. I actually don't <laughs> like looking off of buildings. So it's like, so you're going to ask me to raise money, which is not my favorite thing to do to ask people to give money. But I so believe in this cause, it's really easy to reach out to friends and family who want to help support a cause like this. But don't like heights. But now I look forward to it every year where you're rappelling down the side of the building. And the company we work with is actually called Over the Edge, and they've got an incredible, do an incredible job of making sure there's all kind of safety harnesses and equipment. And you literally are repelling down the side of 10 stories of the embassy suites across the street from the NASCAR Hall of Fame in view of that plaza that you guys are talking about. And yes, people can still sign up. It's a lot of fun to do uh, 48 so far that have signed up for it and I hope people will come out and join us on October the 5th and see you guys in the fly fishing uh, that you're going to show people how to do. We'll have food trucks out here. We're going to have entertainment and a DJ. So it's going to be a lot of fun in addition to raising money uh, for those less fortunate than some of us. Now, Winston, we're running out of time here, and we have a lot of high-level outdoors people who listen to the Carolina Outdoors. What is the, I guess, requirement? Is there an age requirement? Is there an ability uh, requirement to do this? Or if we want to participate, can we anybody just jump in and participate well we had a 10 year old son of one of our employees who did it last year and i think there's like an 80 pound weight limit on it just because of how the harnesses are built so there is a weight limit uh, to make sure that you're not too small for the harness itself 10 years old is the youngest that we've had so far i don't know what the oldest is but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it it's all about safety so there are some parameters uh, but they're fairly broad parameters just to make sure that folks are are safe uh, inside the harnesses. Yeah, it says it here. Who? All you need, it says, uh, all ages and abilities, all you need is enough bravery to take that first step <laughs> over the edge for a great cause. Hey, will you get us to the website so our listeners can uh, go to the NASCAR Hall of Fame website, find the foundation, and participate? charlotteoverthedge.org charlotteoverthedge.org and if you're looking for a place to you know maybe throw in $25 do backslash Winston Kelly I would love to have uh, any other people that would like to uh, to join us so I can maybe get up I don't know if I can get up to where my buddy Greg Walter is from Charlotte Motor Speedway and they chipped in a big contribution but uh, if I can come out number two uh, I would be glad with that. And if you want to give 24 or $26, go to charlotteoverthedge.org backslash Jesse Browns, and we'll take that, and we'll just <laughs> ease up the, those ranks there too. Either way, we want your, your support and participation. This is a great cause for a great local partnership. It's going to be a whole bunch of fun. We can't wait to get out there to go over the edge. It's October 5th. Winston Kelly, thank you so much for your time and joining us here on the Carolina Outdoors. My pleasure, Wes and Bill, and we look forward to seeing you here in uh, about a week and a half now. You got it. October number five. We'll be there. Off he goes and off we go, Wes and Bill, but we'll be back on the other side. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors.